Welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. My name is Mark, and today Selena is here with me. Hi. And we have some pretty cool guests with us today. We have some students from the IAD program here at UNA. Um, and to kind of preface what this episode is, is about, um, they just recently had a competition to kind of design, redesign the interior of a building that we just recently kind of acquired, I think. But um, <laughs> they'll talk more about it in a second. <laughs> but um, so why don't you guys kind of um, introduce yourselves, tell us where you're from, um, your major, and, your, and what year you are. Um, I'm Daphne Young. I'm from Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, I'm a senior. I'll be graduating after summer and uh, uh, interior arch- architecture and design. And yeah, that's me. Um, my name is Starlin Paris. I'm from ARAB, Alabama. I'm also a senior um, studying interior architecture and design and I will also be graduating at the end of summer. Okay, and like one thing I forgot to include in that is like, how did you guys end up coming to UNA? Um, well, my best friend, I'm a, I'm a transfer student, so I didn't come here until I was a junior. Um, I went to community college in Tupelo, and my best friend already went here, and we have been best friends since eighth grade, and she was like, there's an interior design program here. It's really good. I know you're into that stuff, so you should check it out, and I did, and I was like, saw that a lot of people were getting good opportunities from it, so I decided to come to UNA. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Daphne along, like, with the... Uh, uh, Community college, sorry, couldn't think of the word. With a community college, um, I went to Sneed in Boaz, Alabama. Um, And I originally wanted to do fashion merchandising, and so I came to look at UNA, and I kind of fell in love with it. But at the same time, I realized that, uh, like, you had to be in bigger cities to do fashion. Mm -hmm. So then I looked at, like, what other programs they had that had design, and I found interior design, and I kind of loved it. So. Okay, yeah, and speaking of which, like, since you guys are in the – interior design program uh where do you where are you looking to go like career-wise for that and like where is the kind of an ideal place you would like to be whether you know out in the country somewhere because you said like it's easier to have you don't have to be in a big city to do interior design so what 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 do you see yourself going and like types of design um i'm kind of looking more towards like nashville because i want to do maybe like corporate hospitality design which is like restaurants and kind of things like we did for this project, like um, commercial stuff and also residential. Residential is honestly my favorite, but uh, I really like Nashville. And there's a lot of like really good firms there too, so I kind of like to go there. Um, I'm also looking at Nashville, but I think my dream is kind of um, Atlanta, just because it's big, but it's not too far away from home. And I also like the idea of residential, but really I'm down for anything wherever my journey takes me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd like I do like I like Nashville and Atlanta as well I, I have been to both places several times and I do think um, from kind of I don't know anything about interior design but like the buildings I've been in have been pretty cool looking and I feel like those are good places especially residential wise because of how many people are, are located in both of them especially Nashville yeah. um, and how like styles are changing I think it's those are probably good places 
Um, so for this project that you guys did, can you just give us a summary of like what it's about and how it benefits the community and UNA and Tuscumbia? You want to do it or me? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Um, so this was a, it used to be a water treatment plant in Tuscumbia. And I think it's been abandoned for like 10 years. Yeah. It was it, a long time ago because they built a new one. So they wanted to make something out of it, something that can bring the community together. And they um, thought about doing like a distillery um, where they would brew and then have like rooms at the bottom where you could, you know, have like tasting, like, you know, little samples. And then they wanted the second and third floor to be like collaborative spaces, like galleries, you know, places that people could rent out, um, and just kind of like community spaces that everybody could use, like 3D printers and stuff like that. So that's what it was really all about. And um, I think it'll bring a lot of opportunities for people to like in Tuscumbia and in Florence too, because it's not that far of a drive. No. Be a really cool place for like either people our age or, you know, older to go to. I think it's really just a space for all ages because <clears throat> up top there's a there's three floors on the third floor we kind of had like a outdoor lounge where it was just an area where if parents want to come and maybe have a drink or two then their kids could also go up top with them and maybe play like look over it so there's also a water tower um, at the facility and I think they're thinking about maybe having concerts or different like activity days there. So that could be cool. Plus it's right next to Spring Park too, yeah. which is so pretty. Yeah, I was yeah, I was reading about it and like I think there were plans for like maybe like a coffee shop up there as well, which was pretty cool. It's something that I thought was cool, especially with the amount of coffee drinkers around here. Yeah. Um and like the the view of the park. You know, I think that's a cool idea too, especially for like, like you said, the kids to be able to look through, especially to Spring Park, which is such a nice and really nice looking place. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the building itself, so it was, you know, a water treatment facility. So it kind of had like an industrial look to it. I know Dr. Brown, um, Dr. Terrence Brown and Larry Lewis, who's a, I guess the primary investor is what we'll call him, um, said that they kind of wanted to retain the that look of it the industrial look so did you guys kind of take that into your inspiration and kind of keep it in the industrial look or did you kind of um evolve it into something different for sure i think like most of our design kind of revolved around incorporating a lot of the original building like i think our first concept that we came up with was preserve we wanted to first off it'd be cost effective because we didn't mm -hmm. know what kind of exact budget we were working with so um, we really wanted to keep that kind of original feel to it and there's a lot of like piping in there mm -hmm. and the water basin yes mm -hmm. and we incorporated a lot of the piping in our design like cool. maintaining it and like um, kind of just the um, materials and like um, that you would see in industrial design we kind of incorporated it throughout too yeah I think our goal was to just try and preserve as much of the building as we could and that would also help with their budget to not spend as much money um and it was a, it was also a little bit easier on us because then we didn't really have to do much and it was still going along with the theme that they wanted so yeah. mm -hmm. and I know like with all that stuff there's you know there could be like safety concerns or everything with like the piping and the the water basin did you guys have any concerns about that to where you had to like come up with a resolution on how to to keep it you know, a safe environment. 
Um, not too much, but the water basins, like, they're really deep and really, like, um, the concrete was super thick, and we were really, um, especially on the bottom floor, they go all the way down into the bottom floor. It's like solid concrete. We were trying to figure out if we could bust through that solid concrete and open the space up. Um, and then we kind of thought about like just filling in the basins and creating like a smooth space and building it to where it's just one flat area on the second um, floor. And there were some like safety concerns with the distillery part too, because mm-hmm. um, when you brew um, alcohol, it can have fire hazards. So mm-hmm. we really had to rethink some of our designs for the actual distillery design because of fire safety concerns. Um, we put it outside um, of the stories so that if it caught fire, it wouldn't set fire to the stories above. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, one thing I want to know, I didn't ask this earlier, but like, did you guys get to go and, and kind of scout out the location before you made these designs? Yeah. So we went, we got to go one time before we got to get together and I guess think of what we wanted to do for the design. We got to go one time. We get, we got to take pictures, you know, talk with everyone, see what everyone was doing. Um, and then after about two months, after we had already done our designs and everything, we got to go back again and the investor was actually there that time and we got to talk to him and see what he actually wanted and hear it from him. So, um, yeah, it was super cool. And we use those reference pictures from there so much because it's so hard to think of a design when you can't actually like look at it. Of course, we had free range to go look at it if we wanted to, but we were so busy that we just had to like focus from the pictures and really look at it and be like, okay, what can we do here? (laughs) Since we couldn't see it with our like own eyes all the time. Um, Something I'm just curious about is were you guys like teamed up or did you guys both present designs and then get added together or how did you go about like picking your partner? So there were (laughs) 10 people in this class and so we were put into groups of two. We got to choose our partners and me and Daphne, um, we're the only two that haven't been in these classes since our freshman year. Like we both transferred over. So we're pretty close. We've been in almost every single class together. So, you know, we've gotten close as friends. Um, so we just decided to pair up that way and it ended up working out very well. Yeah, so. we came up with our designs together. Oh, yeah. So it was like a team effort, the entire project from the start to mm-hmm. end. So what was your favorite parts of the design that you created? I like the outdoor terrace. Yeah, that was my favorite. That was super cool. Like, there was this big, like, open ceiling at the top. Not ceiling, like, roof. And it wasn't very high. It probably came up to, like, maybe your stomach. No, even lower, your legs, right? Maybe maybe to, like, your knees. Yeah, it was pretty low knees. wall, but they wanted to do something with it. Some people enclosed it. We decided to raise up the wall and make it, like, a outdoor balcony terrace. We did, like... Um, just a cool little hangout furniture spot. some umbrellas for like sun like to block the sun and we put some cornhole stuff up there too oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. did any of your designs like clash or, and you had to like compromise uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have similar taste but obviously no one's gonna have the exact same taste so I mean Sometimes we clash, but I think we're very good at compromising. We just kind of said, okay, well, you wanted this, 
So now it's my turn to say, hey, I want this. Okay. So we just compromised <laughs> on different things. Okay. And so like, like, you, like you guys said before, you transferred into here and, um, and all the other students in the class had been taking this since their freshman year. So what do you think made your designs you know, stand out the most compared to, the, to those who had been in here for, since our freshman year, as you said? And um, were there any choices that made you wish you, that made you wish that you could have adopted into your own like designs? Um, well, of course, we, we felt kind of like underdogs in this because we'd only been in it short time. We were like really wanting to like kind of prove that, you know, we've learned a lot while we're here. We've had great teachers. Um, so I think everybody had beautiful designs, obviously. They were gorgeous. Uh, but I think what kind of like separated ours was the cost effectiveness. We kind of kept like the original brick walls. We kept the original floors. And I think that that kind of appealed. And also we located our distillery in a completely different spot than everyone else. Um, everyone kind of located it in this main room on the bottom floor to yeah. the left. So whenever we talked to the investor, he was very, he really, really wanted it in this one spot. And so we like looked at the whole building and where we decided to put our distillery was on the complete opposite side of where he wanted it. But it was an outdoor space. Um, it was just like an outdoor grid. I don't really know what they used it for. Could have been a garden. I don't know. But um, we decided to knock down those walls and put the distillery in and put a roof over it. So um, I think we just took a chance and it ended up working for us. Yeah, we almost completely changed the design. Yeah. The second time we met with him, he was like, I want the distillery in this room, preferably. I think it would be the best option. We were kind of looking at each other like, oh no, like he's not gonna like this. And so we discussed moving it mm -hmm. to where he originally said, but we were like, no, we're just gonna take a risk. <laughs> and I think the location of that is really what pushed us to winning because it presented some like um, pros to it being out there compared mm. to where they originally wanted it. Okay. And like did you have like in any of the other any of your classmates designs did they have something incorporated that you maybe wish that you had in, put into your own design? For sure like because we didn't really get to see our um, classmates designs until the final mm -hmm. project and I was walking around looking at everyone's and I was like oh my gosh, these are like really nice. And Callie and um, uh, Morgan's design was gorgeous. And they incorporated a lot of really nice lighting that I really enjoyed. Uh, and their designs were so detailed, which I thought was really nice too. And um, some of the collaborative spaces upstairs oh, that yeah. the others did were really great that, you know, it would have been cool if we had thought of some of those too, but <laughs> they they were really great. Everybody was so creative, and I think this was the kind of project that like allowed us to really be fully creative because they didn't mm -hmm. give us a whole bunch of limitations. They were mm -hmm. just kind of like, do whatever you want, not do whatever you want, but you know, we had a lot of like creative freedom with this project too. Um, so while you've been here at UNA, um, what has been your favorite thing about our program with interior design? And um, I know you recently went on a trip to Las Vegas, and so just tell us a little bit about that and some opportunities you've been presented with while here. Um, 
Yeah, so I went to Las Vegas this past week with two other girls and our professor, Mr. Patel. Um, and KBIS is the kitchen bath industry show. And what it is is it just shows you all of these new products that are coming out this year and potential designs that, you know, like it helps you to see like visual concepts, I guess. Um, so it's just a really fun time. Uh, I highly suggest you visit it if you would like to one day. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't you mention that you went and saw like a really big $5 million house or yeah. $6 million house? Mm-hmm. We got to visit a home. It's called the American Home. Uh, it was a $5.5 million home mansion that actually sold for $6.2 million. Um, and it was my dreams true <laughs> <laughs> made me sad because i could never have it uh, i don't think i've ever been anywhere near anything that expensive <laughs> no, me either. i saw like a one million dollar house one time and i was like oh, i can't imagine like a six point whatever. this house had an infinity pool and it looked over all uh, across uh, vegas that is so i've heard cool. really good i've heard really cool things about those infinity pools yeah so pretty and they just look like they like flow off <laughs> and I've I've never been able to like to see one in person before but I've heard really good things about them it's my family they just went on a trip for Christmas and they the house that they stayed at had one of them and I was really jealous because I didn't get to go so <laughs> I would have been too <laughs> but um for this project that you guys have done it's opened like a lot of doors for you now now that you've worked on something outside of UNA so what do you plan on doing like with real life experience do you have any other offers or are you looking anywhere else while still in school I wish (laughs) um I think it does like open a lot of doors for us though because it's really rare I feel like for students to get to work on real life projects Mm -hmm. that are you know, outside of your school, like, really great opportunity, and I think it'll look really great, like, once for resumes and stuff, and we're um, applying for internships currently, and we're, I think we're both really hoping that that will, you know, separate our applications from others. Mm-hmm. And just out of curiosity, um, your life outside of this, how do you balance, like, you know, the social aspects as well as working on these projects, as well as school. And I know you're part of the UNA dance team and things like that. So, I mean, how's that balance? Uh, It's tough because, you know, with interior design, it's so hands-on. It's like projects, you know, creating floor plans. So it's really time-consuming, even though it's really fun and interesting. And um, I have practice for dance team two days a week. And then, of course, that doesn't count games on the weekends and during the week for basketball so it's just using my time as wisely as possible and plus we have really long classes too like yeah two our hours and 45 minutes long. three hours long yeah and so that gives us a lot of time to get work done while we're actually in school even though they're so long but mm-hmm. it it helps out with all the extra work that we have to do mm-hmm. Our professors are really good about not giving us homework, but that doesn't mean that our projects and classwork doesn't run over into homework. Yeah. So it's hard. It's definitely hard, but I think it will pay off in the end. Like it's worth it. Yeah. And I have like I have one last question about this uh, about this project that you guys worked on. Uh, being you know since you had you guys were the winners of this project, how do you think that this experience has kind of 
prepared you, whether it be in how you look at a building and determine a design from that, or you know, mental, mentally in preparing for it? How do you think it's helped you to be ready to be in the world that you're about to be you know, thrown into once you graduate? I think, at least for me, it's really helped me like put into perspective like having to meet with people like when we met with the investor and stuff and we met with um, an architect from Huntsville mm -hmm. too. Um, what was her name? Was it Julie? I think it was Julie. Julie yeah. Hayes maybe? I'm not sure. <laughs> it, was a, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like really taking feedback from you know professionals that have a lot of experience in learning what they want from it and trying to cater my designs and our designs mm -hmm. to fit that and also thinking about like budgets too because um, before in a lot of our projects for interior design they don't necessarily give us budgets they just give us like requirements so this was the first time that we really were thinking about like is this cost effective which of course you're gonna have to do that in the workplace people are gonna give you a budget to follow so I think this project for me has really helped with that, um, putting that into perspective. Yeah, I think it's helped me with um, time management, you know, having a project done with a certain amount of time. And I think it's also helped me listen to their needs and wants because like Daphne was saying before, we didn't really have like guidelines, I guess, like we had what our professors told us to do. But other than that, we didn't have any real life, like, hey, I want this, I need this, like, you know, so being able to listen to their wants and needs and incorporate that into the design, I think has helped me. So. Awesome. Yeah, and so like first of all, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. So, but first of all, I want to say congratulations on on winning that. That's a big deal. Thank you. Especially with something that that's that big, you know, um, especially in you know, a, a field that we like to uh, kind of push for the expansion of. And I think that this building is, is going to help that a lot. And reading the articles about it, I think a lot of other people think so as well. So, and having your design being a part of that is pretty cool too. Um, <laughs> but um, thank you guys for coming as well and being a part of this. I know you guys were nervous, but it's... <laughs> Yeah, congratulations though. You guys nervous. earned it. <laughs> so I was so excited whenever we were invited to do this. So it's yeah. super cool. It's not as bad as you thought it would be, is it? No, not no. at all. <laughs> I'm yeah. still anxious and nervous, but it was fun. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, do you guys have social medias you want to plug, personal, or you can plug your interior design, <laughs> social media if you want to? Um, yeah, mine is Daphne Elise, D A P H N E. L-I-S-E. And uh, what's the interior design Instagram? U-N-A-I-A-D. Follow our Instagram. They post a lot mm -hmm. of really cool stuff, a lot of our projects that we're doing, so follow us for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And make sure you follow our, our social medias as well. Um, everything is, should be U-N-A underscore soda pop. You'll see the bottle cap logo anywhere that we have social media. If you see something else, don't click it, please. <laughs> it's not us. Um, uh, follow our School of the Arts page as well, and we're still um, opening everything up for feedback. Like, if you have something you want to see maybe in our next season, or you have um, ideas of different ways we can ask questions, or even questions that you have on episodes that we maybe didn't answer enough for you, uh, send us some feedback. You can email us at um, 
arts at una.edu or you know dm us on any social medias and we'll we'll definitely get to you know we'll get your feedback and we'll try and either answer your questions or you know we'll take your ideas into consideration as well but thank you guys for listening so much this has been a really cool episode um i can't say i've ever talked about um, the design of a building before i know i've definitely i've seen stuff and i'm just like hey that's really cool but i don't think i've ever had an in-depth conversation about it so this was definitely a cool experience um but thank you guys for listening once again and we'll see you next week see you next week this podcast has been brought to you by una school of the arts executive producer is mark gallegos co-produced by selena fugate and tyler hankins Special thanks to Dr. Terrence Brown and the entire SOTA staff.